Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Raising Independent Thinkers. This show is a space for families who are homeschooling or thinking about homeschooling. We'll explore alternative teaching methods, federal and state homeschooling laws, and most importantly, this show is a platform where families can inspire one another on how to raise independent thinkers. I'm your host, Bathsheba Omani, Montessori educator, homeschooling consultant, owner of Homeschool Guide LLC, and mother of two. Let's get started. Good evening, everyone. Um, Hope everyone is doing well, feeling healthy and blessed and at peace. Um, I hope that this holiday season has been good to you. Many of you are all done with celebrating Christmas and Hanukkah. And of course, Kwanzaa started on the day after Christmas and ends um, January the 1st. And we're getting ready for this new year coming up. Uh, We have our prosperity ritual coming up on the 31st, and I'll talk about that later. So today I wanted to talk about holiday traditions and customs and how um, you, you can make them unique to your own family if you choose to celebrate them. So every, every single year I always tell myself you know, this year we're going to follow certain traditions and sometimes it happens and sometimes it does not. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest. Um, I think with COVID-19, of course, it has put, you know, a stop on many people's plans this year. But looking on social media, it seems to have also brought immediate families closer or not. Um, You know, more people deciding to stay home, which hopefully was a good thing. So this year, although me and my family did have a good time, the season felt a little odd for me. Um, I'm not sure if anyone else has felt the same way. And I I don't know exactly what it was. It may have been just seeing people wearing masks and not being able to see people's faces outside. Um, I can't seem to make that my new normal. Um, But it's it's a tradition for me to travel during the holidays. Once once in a while, we'll have family or friends come over, but for the most part, we do enjoy traveling. Um, when my kids were younger, they spent Christmas with their dad in New York, and I had them for Thanksgiving, um, and they always seemed to enjoy that anticipated trip to New York when they were younger. Um, their dad had a close family and would always take the kids to church, have dinner together, open gifts, and pray together. And I thought that was a good way for them to spend their Christmas. I would usually stay at home or travel, um, spending time with family or friends. Um, some years would be feel lonelier than other years, and just because my kids weren't with me at the time. So I do understand those of you who are feeling a bit lonely this year. And it's interesting because, you know, I stopped believing in um, the popular version of Christmas a long time ago. I'll just say it that way. And I have decided 
to, um, well, I've tried to be honest with my kids as much as possible when it comes to the holidays, um, explaining to them what the, you know, where the traditions come from um, and what, what it really means. But it's something about the decorations and the food and the overall excitement of this time of year that always gets me. So I do enjoy decorating my home for the season, you know, eating good food and spending time with family if I can. So this year, um, we did decide to take a road trip to Orlando. Uh, My thought was mainly to be in the sun. So we had two nice, really warm days, like around 80 degrees. Um, And we used those days to walk around at some of the parks and be out in the open air. We went to Universal and had a really good time. Um, The day before we left, the weather was freezing. Um, I think we caught a little bit of the winter storm that went through the south. And it was not only cold, but it was very windy. So we stayed in that last day. And I had this idea in my head that we could play board games, but that didn't happen. (laughs) I think uh, I'm going to just like encourage it a little bit more throughout the year. Um, I know when I was younger, I had so many good memories playing board games. So I think I'll just encourage it more so it's not just once a year we're playing board games. And I understand video games have taken over. um, And I don't know if any of you feel the same way, but there's something about playing a board game with family or friends um, for me that I've always enjoyed. So I think when it comes to traveling, it's always exciting for me to go somewhere or do something I've never done before. And the custom um, of choosing a place to go is even exciting, you know, figuring out what to do. So, for example, when I was younger, a tradition for us um, was to go see a play on Broadway. So I've seen several really good ones, and um, it's something that I would like to keep as a tradition in the future uh, once Broadway opens back up again. Last year, we went to go see Hamilton, and it was amazing. So if you ever get a chance to see it, it's definitely worth it. Um, Now, of course, some of us don't have, you know, pleasant memories of the holidays and we can't wait until it's over. Um, I do feel a little bit of that in, you know, some years. And I think it's mostly because we have gone further away from um, what the, what the season is about and what the truth is. And for me, um, it's about family. You know, it's about giving, and that doesn't necessarily mean gifts. It could be, you know, singing songs together or playing um, board games together um, or making a homemade card for someone or just having a special meal together. And I understand that it could be also a sad time for someone who may have lost a loved one or someone close to them. So for those of you who may be feeling down during the season, I will keep you all in my thoughts and just know that you are loved. So today, um, I thought it would be interesting to do some research on different traditions and customs that people follow um, here in the States and in other countries as well. And I would love for you um, to call in and share any traditions that you or your family might follow you can call in. The number is 425-569-5169. And before I continue, um, I just wanted to say that 
we don't all have to believe in the same thing in order for us to celebrate and come together or even listen to each other's um, ideas and traditions. And I know for some families, um, some people allow their religion to keep themselves away from other family members. And I never really understood that. You know, I respect everyone's belief as long as their belief is not harming anyone else. And although I don't follow many traditions consistently, I do respect everyone's belief and, and believe that we can all learn from each other. So, so I am going to take a um, five-minute break um, before I continue, and I'll play a short video. Hope you all enjoy it, and um, I will be right back. 90% of Americans celebrate Christmas in one way or another, according to the Pew Research Center. The holiday began in the fourth century when church officials chose to honor the birth of Jesus. But several customs we've come to associate with modern day Christmas actually evolved from ancient pagan traditions celebrating the winter solstice. Historian Kenneth C. Davis is the best-selling author of the Don't Know Much About series, which we love. Welcome back to the table. Merry Christmas to Merry you. Merry Christmas to you. It's always a pleasure to be here. So this is something I've always been fascinated by because the Bible never talks about the date of Christ's birth, yet we celebrate December 25th. Why? Well, primarily because in ancient Rome, there was a feast called Saturnalia that celebrated the solstice. What is the solstice? It's the day that the sun starts coming back. The days start getting longer. And most of the traditions that we have that relate to Christmas relate to the solstice, which was celebrated in ancient Rome on December 25th. So when Christianity became the official religion, in a sense, in Rome, they were able to fix this date, which some scholars say may be earlier than that. There's a little discrepancy about it, but there's no question that the fact that it was celebrated in Rome as an important day with gift giving, candle lighting, and singing and decorating houses really cemented Christmas as December 25th. You always say you don't know much according to your books, but do you know why we have a Christmas tree as opposed to a bunch of hydrangeas? Well, really this is another pretty and pretty. This is another <laughs> How about pagan, that, Ken? This is another pagan tradition. So Christmas is really about bringing out your inner pagan. The Christmas tree really comes to <laughs> who knew we which, had an inner pagan? Yeah, yeah. Which of the wise men said that? <laughs> yeah. I can't well, it's like Halloween and a lot of other things we do. These all predate Christianity. Uh -huh. But in the Norse world, Germany, uh, the uh, the Scandinavian countries, where winter was really serious and the solstice was really an important idea. They celebrated the return of life by celebrating an evergreen tree. When Christianity came in, they started to use the evergreen tree, the pagan symbol, as a symbol of the tree of paradise. Like and they started to hang an apple on it. So little red balls oh. on green trees. Oh, that's the, the ornament. Here. That's where the idea that's for right. ornaments So came all from. of these things really celebrate the idea that light and life are coming back into the world, which is essentially what Christmas means to Christians well, uh, across the world. Right. And mistletoe? Mistletoe, we can thank the Druids for that. The Druids believed that mistletoe was an all-powerful healing item. It hung from the sacred oak. In fact, if you met somebody in the forest, you gave them the 
sign of peace under the mistletoe. So people started to hang mistletoe above their doorways as a symbol of peace. This was such a powerful symbol of paganism yeah. that English churches actually banned the use of it. And in fact, the real war on Christmas in America begins with the Puritans in around 1659. They knew all of these things, the date, the traditions were pagan ideas. The Puritans banned Christmas for about 20 years in America before the, the celebration became just too popular. You'll be glad to know all of your answers today were correct. <laughs> <laughs> you know a lot. You know a lot, Kenneth C. Davis. So Our fact checker over here. Yes. Merry so Christmas at the table. you, Kenneth and I, This does not take away. We're not the Grinch spoiling it here. It still has all the meaning that it has, but uh, we can celebrate it and understand where these things come from. Good day to you with your favorite grandchildren. I look forward to that one day. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Um, I hope you enjoyed that clip. It was from a news report back in uh, 2018 from CBS who posted it on YouTube. And it was called The Unexpected Origins of Christmas Traditions um, with the historian... His name was Kenneth C. Davis, who was the one who gave the information. So I think it's important to understand where the traditions that we follow come from. And um, Akeem talks a lot about history and religion and traditions on his show, which is on Tuesdays. And I always found it fascinating to learn about where these traditions come from. And um, as the historian had said, many of the holiday traditions that we practice uh, come from paganism, which is a term that was used after the Middle Ages um, to any unfamiliar religion, and the term presumed a belief in false gods. Pagans believe that nature um, is sacred and that the natural cycles of birth, growth, and death observed in the world around us carry profoundly spiritual meanings. Um, and I think it's interesting that paganism has this negative connotation and it's looked at as a negative term to most religious people. But most of our popular holiday traditions come from these um, ancient, ancient pagan practices. So one tradition that I thought I could possibly practice um, maybe in the near future is the celebration of winter solstice, which begins on December the 21st. And this was celebrated long before Christmas came along. Um, people would decorate their homes in greenery, lighting candles, having a special dinner, and giving presents. So it sounds very similar to how many of us celebrate Christmas. But the difference is that the winter solstice marks the symbolic death and rebirth of the actual sun, which we know that the sun gives us life, and without it, we can't survive. Um, December the 21st is also the first day of winter and the shortest day of the year. Some people also like to have their children make crafts on this day, which when I was teaching in the classroom, I would make sun catchers, um, centerpieces for the table made of colanders, green wreaths, um, making lanterns could also be fun for the kids. And I might just add some of these activities on the website. Um, I've been meaning to add a resource section, which I'll be working on this week. Um, and by the way, if you have not subscribed to the website, please do so. That way you can keep up with our products, resources, and podcast episodes. 
Um, the website is home-schoolguide.com. So the winter solstice is celebrated around the world, um, which I did not know. But in Ireland, people participate in an annual lottery so they can gather outside the tomb and bang drums to greet the sun. So I find that pretty interesting. Um, in China, winter solstice is known as Dongji, meaning the winter's arrival. And people often make food such as rice flour balls and dumplings. Um, the day also marks the rising of the yang, um, which represents masculine and positive energy, making it an ideal time to adjust one's diet to store yang energy, um, which is believed to help fight against illness. And I find that one very interesting because I've always thought that the winter was a great time to focus on health. Um, and usually by this time of year, you know, we were given our daily dose of cod liver oil as kids to fight off um, any sicknesses or um, any diseases. And I've recently learned about the importance of oregano oil, which Akeem has talked about. And all you need is a drop of it under your tongue or add it to your drink. And a pharmacist actually told me that she adds it to her pasta sauce. And that way her kids could never tell. But um, the oregano oil is a natural antibiotic and it supports your health during the winter months, which is when many people get sick. So, and I'll just do one more um, about the winter solstice. In Japan, their tradition for winter solstice is taking a hot bath which sit with citrus fruit, believing that it will help ward off any colds and illnesses. So again, I find these traditions um, for celebrating the winter solstice very informative, and I may add one or two, um, one or two for myself in the future. So I think traditions should be unique to every family. We all have different backgrounds and cultures. Um, traditions are defined as customs or beliefs from generation to generation that are passed down. So I think practicing traditions can be very health, healthy for a family. Some other traditions that I've noticed that people practice in the United States is watching movies together. You know, usually um, Christmas movies or family movies were always nice to watch together as a kid. For me, um, we would watch The Christmas Story just about every year. And come to think about it, um, I don't think my kids have ever watched the movie. I think I tried to get my daughter to watch it with me once, but she wasn't interested at all. <laughs> um, I thought that was a classic movie and it was hilarious. But movies are always fun. Another tradition I found interesting is a game of um, just playing different games. Like I found this one called Holiday Hide and Seek, which I think, Anyone who likes family games would enjoy this. I've never done this one myself, but um, it's when a person hides gifts around the house and um, they come together and they get the kids to search for the gifts and give it to the person whose name is on the gift. So if they find their own gift, they can open it. Um, and I like this idea, especially if you decide not to have a Christmas tree in your home, but it sounds like a fun way to receive a gift. Um, there are a few questions I have about the game, like what happens if someone can't find their gift, but 
I guess you can make up your own rules. So another tradition I found um, that was really sweet was honoring ancestors or a loved one that has passed away. Um, And you can make a special ornament, um, having your kids decorated or family decorated together. You know, it can be really difficult to lose a loved one, especially around the holidays. And I think this one was a nice way to remember them um, to do something together as a family. Okay. Um, Another tradition that I like um, that I haven't tried is reflecting on the principle of the day. When celebrating Kwanzaa, the family reflects on seven principles, which are unity, self-determination, collective work, responsibility, cooperative economics, purpose, creativity, and faith. And um, seven candles are lit and represent each of the principles. And I would even go as far as finding a special activity for each of the days. So if you're going by order, today is December the 27th, and the principle that is acknowledged is self-determination. So maybe you can have an activity that um, for the kids making, the kids can make a vision board for themselves. Um, I just made that up. Actually, my daughter is creating a vision board for herself today. (laughs) And it gave me the idea um, that someone can probably do that um, if they're celebrating Kwanzaa. So we don't celebrate Kwanzaa per se, but I think creating a vision board each year is a great way to practice self-determination. Another tradition that me and my family are doing this year is a prosperity ritual for the year 2021. Um, And this is a tradition that Akeem had started about five years ago. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to get on and talk about it, but um, you can subscribe to my website so that you can get the link and join us. Um, Last year, I believe Akeem had mentioned that there were about 50 people that joined. So we're looking for even more this year, and we're going to be writing out what we want to happen in all areas of our life, um, relationship-wise, spirituality, health, and, of course, prosperity. So please join us. Um, so you can either subscribe to my website at home-schoolguide.com or akeemel.com, which is spelled A-K-I-E-M-E-L.com. And you'll get the free link once you subscribe. So it was um, so much fun to do research on this topic. And um, I hope that something I said inspired you. I hope that you have a wonderful evening. And I will talk to you next week, same day, same time. Peace.